0: Hello and welcome to the Chingona Mindset Podcast. Here on Chingona Mindset, we will be focusing on that self-love, glow-up, and all of that healing good stuff. I am here to share my own experiences and journeys. I kindly ask that you take whatever resonates and leave what doesn't. This is for our highest good and only for the highest of our good. I am here to share love and uplifting energy, and I... Thank you kindly for being here, and if you have not done so yet, please feel free to follow Chingona Mindset Podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and feel free to share this episode with a loved one if you feel like they will resonate as well. Once again, thank you for vibing with the Chingona Mindset Podcast. Let's get into it. What's up you guys? Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for this episode. It's a little different than the others that I have previously recorded and shared with you guys. Um, This is kind of more going to be like a little story time and also like an inspiration story time kind of thing. Um, I feel like this is probably going to hopefully inspire some of you guys and really push you to never let anything stop you uh, from achieving what you want to achieve. Um, hopefully, you know, it is what it is. If you resonate, you resonate. If you don't, then please leave what you don't resonate with. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. So <clears throat> today's topic, today's title is being a teen mom. All right. So I've never really openly talked about this. Um, this is something that I kind of keep very private, you know, just a few people know about it. Actually, uh, quite a few people know about it, but that's like usually like loved ones or really close friends that know about like me being a teen mom. Um, I was a teen mom at the age of 16. And um getting pregnant at such a young age was a scary thing. It was such a scary thing. Um, It was actually something that we're going to say that we kind of wanted to happen. Um, My now husband of 18 years, um, then boyfriend and I, for some odd reason, we were like, well, you know, we were so in love and we were okay with something like that happening. And it's strange to say it, it's strange to admit it. um, But I think our minds were ready to grow up, even though we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Um, We also kind of like, you know, the way we were brought up and the things that we were going through and the way my life was and the way I grew up, it kind of just was like, we had gone through so much that we thought being parents would be like, okay, if it happened, you know? Um, but anyways, so mo- I, I moved out of my grandma's house at the age of 15. I didn't get pregnant until I was 16. So, um, I, you know, had moved out and I moved out and I moved in with my, my husband, with my boyfriend, um, at the time, you know, and, it was something very scary. It was something that I was like, damn, like, this is really what's happening. Like, this is my life, you know, this is what's going on. But I am so grateful for his family, which is my family, you know, I'm so grateful for them. They're an amazing, they're all amazing people. And they welcomed me with open arms. And they really just took me in as one of their own. And I'm just so grateful for that. Because it was such a life changing experience that helped me become such a strong person and you know I learned a lot and all of those things opened up a whole new world for me you know um things that I didn't even know were possible things that like life was just so different my life was just so different than my husband's life like it was like night and day (laughs) um but anyways and you know, even though I was a teen mom and we were teen parents, like I truly feel that God knew what his plan was. And even even though, you know, you don't want that for a teenager, you don't want to see uh, 16 year olds having babies, you know, because it's kind of like, oh, my God, that's babies having babies. And now that I have my son that's 16 years old, I can never, ever ever see him being a father at this age you know like it's something that I would be I I don't even know I wouldn't even want to speak on it because I don't even know how it would feel or how it would react like you know I just do know that I would never turn my back on him and you know my grandchild if that were to ever <laughs> happen you know but the conversations that my son and I have had um it's something that he doesn't plan on he doesn't think about it he He's enjoying life and he's just like living life to the fullest, which is a beautiful thing, you know. And I wish that um, all teenagers should have that type of experience and have that life that they're just enjoying life and experiencing and, you know, living life to the fullest. Um, But that was just not our case. That was just not what happened to us. Well, happened for us because I truly feel that God knew exactly what his plan was, you know. Children are a blessing. Children are a huge blessing, and they're God sent. And I feel that you are not given the opportunity. Well, <clears throat> I don't want to say like that because there's a lot of beautiful people that are trying to conceive and that want to have babies and stuff like that. So, um, this is just like for my experience. I feel that God wouldn't have given us a child to raise at such a young age if He didn't believe that we could. That we couldn't, like, we couldn't raise a child, you know? Um, All, all experiences happen for you, you know? So each and every single one of us have different experiences that are happening for us and, and happen for us to learn from and happen for us to, you know, share the wisdom and share the information that we end up Holding while going through these experiences, because you never know if it may be something beneficial for someone out there, so I really truly think that it's time for me to be vocal about this, you know, and to really share exactly um, my experience and and what now, as an adult as a thirty three year old with a sixteen year old son, what I have learned. Um, and what I fully understand from this experience that I went through at the age of 16. And <clears throat> I really think that um, at a young age, I was already practicing how to manifest. I was practicing manifesting without even knowing that that's what I was doing. I really feel that um, with the life that I had as a child, um, I was already practicing my my life I was envisioning I was manifesting something better for myself something that was going to be life changing something that was going to really free me from the life that I had as a child and the life that I was experiencing and it wasn't like a horrible life you know it wasn't horrible like I'm very grateful for everything that happened to me happened for me as a little girl, you know, and, um, the experiences that I got to experience, you know, like everything wasn't all just bad. It was nice, beautiful things as well, you know, but there was a lot of things that little kids shouldn't really be going through. You know, there was things that I didn't have to be experiencing and learning about. And, um, I just, felt like my innocence, you know, was taken away and, and nothing horrible happened to me just so that way everybody knows now, like there was nothing, I was never molested, you know, thank God I was never, um, taken advantage of, but I was my, what I mean by my innocence taken away is I was seeing a lot of drug activity. I was being, but in situations where I was out at strip clubs, pulling my dad out of the strip club, I was at one point, my dad had a girlfriend that worked at the strip club as like those ladies that cut the toilet paper and like sell you chicle and stuff in the bathroom. And um, we were like very, um, yeah, we were super exposed to all of that, um, into drug activity, to fighting, to um, a lot of alcoholism, a lot of um, verbal abuse, mental, abri- mental abuse, even physical abuse. And I had to raise my brother, you know? I had to be there for him, and I had to just really um, be the mom in the household because my mom was working two to three jobs and my dad was like in and out of the house or my mom would leave like just a lot of stuff like that so I was robbed for my innocence because I had to grow up at such a young age and I just didn't like that no more I, I was so like I was a happy little girl like I loved and I loved my brother and I loved my family and I loved everything um but I just wasn't I just knew that that wasn't the life for me I I had a feeling in my gut at such a young age that that wasn't my life that wasn't the life that I was meant to live and that if I stuck around in that life that I was probably gonna end up in the same cycle as my parents and I understood that at such a young age because we were very um I guess we weren't very religious but we were religious and I was super spiritual I was already like I I, like all my life I've been into like aliens and superstition and conspiracy theories and um the stars the moon the universe shooting stars and prayer prayer was always such a big thing for me and I would literally pray every night for something to happen, like a miracle, so that way my parents wouldn't be living the life that they were living, and that we had stability, that we would stay in one spot, because we were, at one point in our lives, we were literally moving, like, every month to different apartments, and I was going to so many different schools, and sometimes I wouldn't even go to school, because I was like, they didn't know if I was, if we were going to stay in that apartment or not. Or sometimes we would move. They would, like, my mom would be like, oh, we're going to be moving. And we're like, damn, again, you know? And so she would send us to Mexico with our grandma or with our aunts and uncles. And there were times, a lot of times where we didn't really go to school because we were never, like, stable. So... I did a lot of praying and I was really connected to prayer and to the angels and the spirits and the saints, because the times that we did go to church, um, I enjoyed it. You know, like I really enjoyed it. I would listen. I would listen to the things that were being said. And and a lot of the times when I was in church, a lot of the times the stuff, you know, prayer and, and the things that were being said was resonating to me at that age, at such an Young age, and I know what you're thinking. Like you're like, okay, what's going on? Like this is <laughs> this isn't a story about you being a teen mom, um. But this is just kind of like a little bit of background. You know, it's a little bit of background, and and it's not just to it's not here to justify what I, you know, why I became a teen mom. That's not even close to it because this episode is going to take a twist, um, and. <clears throat> But it's gonna, it's gonna come, it's gonna all make sense soon. It's gonna make sense to you why I'm, I'm giving you this information. Uh, so yeah, I was super into prayer. I was very, um, into the stars and all of that. So I, at a young age, I was already practicing my manifesting. You know, without even knowing it, I was already doing that. And, you know, with the growing up of, you know the hat that I had it was something that I didn't want to relive you know I didn't want to live like that I didn't want to marry someone that was an, an addict to drugs or or anything like that because not just my dad was an addict I have a lot of I had luckily I am grateful to say now that a lot of my uncles have recovered and are no longer addicts but um at that time, when I was young, my my dad was not the only addict that I had in my family. I had a lot. I had a lot of uncles that were um, in the, you know, unfortunate situation of being addicted to drugs. So drugs was a really big thing. And I just was hoping and praying that I wouldn't find or fall in love with someone that was a drug addict or, an ad- or someone that was addicted to, you know, substance abuse or alcoholism or anything like that, because it was very, very clear to us that drugs was a huge problem in our family. Um... But yeah, so whatever, let's go into the good stuff. (laughs) So yeah, I was manifesting, you know, growing up. And then between the ages of like nine and 11, I really was super like over it. I was like, wow, like I was aware, I was awakened to the things that were going on to our family and going on around us and everything that was just happening. And I was super aware of what was going on. And it was just such a sad thing. Um, and I just really was praying hard. I was really praying hard. I would wish upon shooting stars. I would write in my journal. And I was just praying that God guided me and put me in the right direction for me to change my life and to be, be able to break these cycles. And I may have not said it that way. You know, I don't know how I said it then because a lot of my journals were just thrown away. My, my parents, well, not my dad, but my mom would go through my journals and she would say that it was like nonsense. She's like, why are you writing things like this? And she would rip up my journals and throw them away or, she, or my journals would get lost, which I'm assuming that she would just probably throw them away because she didn't want me journaling she didn't want me to be expressing myself the way I was expressing myself in my journals because who knows what (laughs) I'm not too sure exactly why but I'm sure it was triggering her to see the things that I was writing at such a young age and to be able to see that her daughter was like watching and learning all of these things that were going on so it was probably like triggering her and um I just don't have any references of from when I was younger but I do remember and I do know that I was an avid journal writer. I literally would always 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 like journal like I had little journals with like locks on them and um, little I always wanted on my Christmas list I would always put a journal the ones that you can either say like a secret word to open it or it had like a code but I was never lucky enough to get one of those because my mom would say that, no, she would say, no, porque no sé qué, no, 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 luego no la voy a poder abrir. And then I'd be like, well, it's not for you to read. It's my private journal. And I would have these arguments with her and she would say no. They would say no, like even my grandma, because she they would open my journals and read them. I had no privacy. I had no um like everything I wrote, everything I said, everything I did was like controlled. It was like, oh no, you can't think like that. Oh no, you can't talk like that. Oh no, you can't, you can't be saying these things. You can't be writing these things. You can't be like, that's fake. That's, that's not true. And then they would try to like manipulate me and say that the things that I was thinking and saying and stuff like that were imagination. Like it was just my imagination that I'm imagining things that I don't know what I'm talking about. And so, you know, that's the way I was brought up, you know, little as a little girl. And so I was like, fine, like whatever. So I turned to prayer and I turned to wishing upon shooting stars, you know. And so then I became very like, okay, well, if I can't have the privacy and write in journals, so then I'm going to just pray. And I was around like nine. To eleven, you know and it can and it continued too, you know all the way up until I was like 14 I was super like into it too and I think I just got more um once I got a little older I would burn my journal entries <laughs> and I don't even know who or how or why I started to do that um I just didn't want no one to see it and so I learned this thing about you know like burning the edges of paper to make it look like it's old or whatever and I would do that but then I would like get the urge to fully burn the whole paper so I would write in my journal and then I would rip out the pieces of my journal and then I would grab the paper and some fire either like I would have like matches I would find around the house or I would go to the stove and I would like start to burn the stove um burn the paper on the stove. And I would like have always like a trash can right there. Like I was super like, like I said, like I had to grow up at a really young age. So I was very like made sure that things didn't get like burnt or anything like that. But um yeah, so I was practicing manifesting and I didn't even know it, you know, I didn't even know that that's what I was doing. Um But during those times too, like I feel um Wow, okay. So I guess this episode is really going to be like how the how I became a teen mom and how I trust that this happened to happened for me for for my highest good. I really feel that me becoming a teen mom happened for me and I only speak upon myself on my podcast for me Samantha Andrade for my highest good and I am 100% sure that that happened for me for my highest good because I am forever grateful for the life that I have now and I guess this is what I um envisioned about my episode maybe hopefully inspiring some of you guys to never let anything stop you or anything uh, you know keep you from believing in faith and manifesting and holding love in your heart. Um, But anyways, back to the story. So yeah, I began manifesting at such an age. And then um, I already knew like during the times that I was like, you know, doing all of this prayer work and, and manifesting and journal entries, I would literally always pray for a husband that was going to love me and that was going to be into off-roading, camping, and just in general, having an adventurous life with me. (laughs) Um, Me knowing that I wanted that so bad, like that's what I wanted because I grew up having a few other uncles that did do off-roading activities and they would go camping to Glamis and they would like my cousins, they would talk to us about it and be like, Oh yeah, we went camping and this and that. And then I would be like, damn, like I want to go, I want to go. And I would always tell my grandma, but my grandma doesn't like to like camp in the dirt or the sand or stuff like that. She's more like a camping in the cabins. And so, um, when we would go camping, you know, we would go camping in cabins, and my grandma would take us, there was quite a few times where we did go, like, to the forest, like, um, a couple times, and we camped in, like, the cabin, and, um, yeah, so, we would do stuff like that, super, like, I'm always, like, I've always been adventurous, and then growing up, spending my summers in the, Me- in the rancho, in Mex in Mexico, um and going to Mexicali and to you know Indio and Palm Desert area and all of that I was I always we rode quads you know my a few of my uncles had quads and stuff so we would ride them we would ride them and we would have a good time and we would go just be adventurous we were super adventurous when I was little when I was spending time with my cousins Um, so I knew that I wanted someone that was as adventurous. I wanted someone that was going to be like willing to just do some random stuff with me because also too, growing up, my grandfather, my grandfather, which is my grandma's husband was the opposite. He was not adventurous. He never wanted to do anything. And it was always like, we were always at home when we were with my grandma And we just were like, not, we wouldn't vibe like that with him because he was an adventurous. So he never really wanted to do anything except like watch TV and chill and stay home. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's just how some people are, but that's just not who I am. And I knew that when I got married, that I wanted to marry the man of my life, the man of my dreams, and he was going to be adventurous and he was going to go camping and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, yeah, I was already doing the manifesting and everything. And I was always like wishing for that. I always wished that that was going to happen for me and that I was going to meet someone in my life and we were going to fall in love and that we were going to be like adventurous and camp and have a fun life and just like live life to the fullest. And keep in mind, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little girl still I'm a little girl thinking these things like and life is happening around me and I'm just like wishing for my life to change when it when the time is right like I never said I never was like oh like I'm just gonna like run away or like anything like that no like when the time is right I would always just pray you know when I grow up that's what my thing was when I grow up when I grow up when I grow up when I grow up I'm gonna marry this I'm gonna marry that you know, I'm going to marry the man of my dreams. And um, yeah, so that was happening, you know, that was my young, my younger ages, <laughs> my young, my young self, I was already like doing all of that in my head. And I was just like, hoping that life would change for me. Um, and little did I know that when I was a teenager, once I at shortly after I turned 14, you know, I was already kind of going through a hard time at that time. Um, there was a lot going on between the ages of 13 to 14 and a half to 15. Um, there was a lot going on in my life. Um, I don't want to like disclose that information here, you know, but there was just like a lot going on um especially we were like going we were living in TJ and we were coming from TJ to San Diego to go to school every day and um at that time my mom kind of just really abandoned us and just you know was doing her own thing and we were living with my grandma and um I was going to school and I was just, like, living life, you know, whatever, and just, like, okay, well, this stuff is, like, never going to go away. I hate, like, I didn't want to, I don't want to say, like, I hated my life, you know, but me being a teenager, me being a young girl, um, I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better about how I felt, and I just was so unhappy, and I just couldn't believe that that was the life that I was living, that that was the life that we were Experiencing that—that that was the way my brother and I had to grow up, and I kind of just was like super, like, um, awake to awoken to that whole like life experience, and and it was like saddening inside, and I—I I don't know if I just was like over it, you know, like I was just over it, and I was just like, I can't believe that this is the life that we live, you know, and I was going through all the things that we were going through. And, um, long story short, I'm a, what's junior, sophomore in high school. <laughs> I'm a sophomore in high school and I just like, am chilling, I'm hanging out with my friends and everything. And then, um, when I was going to one of my classes, I met my husband, then boyfriend Um, and I met him, and he was coming out of the class, and he was like, oh, what's up, you know, and then, like, we became friends, and then, like, whatever, we're just, like, friends, you know, and you're in high school, and you're, like, ha, 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 giggly, giggly, and you hug, and you, like, say what's up to your friends, and you're always, like, giving hugs and stuff like that, so that's kind of, like, how it was, and we were just, like, friends, and then we went to, like, our fall break. I remember this because we both have the same birthdays and we didn't know we had the same birthdays at the same time at that time like when we met and we also didn't um really know much about each other like we didn't even have each other's phone number I think and so we were 14 we were 14 when we met and then during fall break we went to fall break you know and then I went to Mexico for fall break and I had like my fir- my 15th birthday over there And, um, I had my 15th birthday over there and right before my 15th birthday, like my dad had asked me like, if I wanted to like, you know, move in with him or what did I want to do? Because I had opened up to him about our lives, like what was going on because we didn't really talk to him a lot, especially because he was an addict. Um, I feel like a lot of the times when we would talk to him, he wouldn't remember things because he was like in another world. Um, so I, I was at, I turned 15 and I didn't really know like what life was going to happen, like what was going to happen, you know, like what's going to happen. Like things were just crazy at that time. And, um, whatever, long story short, um, I come back, I come back to school and I see my husband and he's just like oh like you know what's up this and that and then he's like oh I can't stop thinking about you and then I'm just like blushing you know like a little 15 year old thought like "Ah, oh my god you can't stop thinking about me type of thing and um yeah and so then we became a couple we became a thing you know we became boyfriend and girlfriend and that was kind of like it and we were just dating like going to the movies you know being teenagers and when I met him, like, I I feel like my life truly just, like, started to change little by little. Like, things started happening. Like, I just started feeling happier. I kind of started just, like, ignoring the situation in my house and my mom and my dad. And I kind of just, like, changed my mindset. And I was really focused on, like, my relationship with my boyfriend and school because I also had decent grades because my grandma was the type that was like oh if you don't have good grades you can't you can't be going out nowhere if you don't have good grades you can't have no boyfriends you know I'm not gonna let you go to the movies if you don't have good grades so she was on top of my grades and I was too because I didn't want to have like that stop me from going out to the movies or the mall with my boyfriend and I didn't want that to like stop me right so I started like changing my my schooling, making sure that everything was good, and then, um, you know, just being a teenager, and I feel like once I started, like, going out out with my husband, um, I kind of, like, I started to enjoy life a little more, and things just started to, like, slowly shift, Um, but then this huge situation happened where um my grandma was like really just tired I think she was like going through some stuff on her own and she just like wanted my mom to finally take care of us she was just like you need to take care of your kids and um whatever so like my mom was just like (sighs) her my, my grandma and my mom were having like issues you know and um I was like, worried. I was like, damn, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm gonna probably have to move. I'm probably gonna have to go to Mexico again. Um, and just things were happening again, you know, and then I, um, I don't know if I should say this on here. <laughs> so there was one time that I snuck out of my house. And that one time I got caught from sneaking out of my house. And that's when it kind of just all started. It like got worse. Um, that one time made my mom and my grandma have this really bad argument to the point where my grandma forced my mom to take us back. And um, my mom decided to take us to all the way to Palm Springs. Well, not necessarily Palm Springs, you know, but we were over there in that area. Um, it's called like Palm Desert area, you know, the city of Riverside and we were over there and um i literally was over there for the longest time ever i think i spent like i didn't even finish my sophomore year and no i did finish my sophomore year i finished my sophomore year or maybe not and then i just didn't go back to school for the longest time i didn't go back to school until i believe I don't even know I don't even know I don't I truly honestly don't even think I went back to school because then we went from there and then um I was over there for like about I think eight months or maybe six months and then my mom decided to move us back to Tijuana and we were living in Tijuana and when I left from when we were living in Tijuana I think I was only living in TJ for like a couple of weeks and that's when i decided to leave my house because my mom was like literally like you're not going anywhere you're not even going to school like i was like just home i was just home and i was hating life i just like didn't understand like why they would do this why they would like put me through this and Uh, I just don't know I just don't know I didn't know you know I was freaking young I was a little girl but then again like I felt like mentally I wasn't a little girl because I had already gone through so much in my life and I knew a lot of things that were going on I was just not blind to the things that were going on and happening around me I was very awake I was very very open and like very vigilant and very aware of everything that was happening you know So that's why, like, when I say I feel like being a teen mom didn't necessarily happen, like, um, bad, like, oh, like an accident and stuff like that. I really feel like becoming a teen mom for me was part of my journey, was part of my, um, breaking the cycle and really just creating another life for myself because, um, of the life that I had, you know, and then I'm like, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, I don't really talk about this. I don't really share this information um, because I just don't feel like it's needed to. But for some reason, for the past like week, I have been feeling called to this episode. And then I was journaling prior to going on live. And I was like, damn, like this feels like it's right. This feels like it needs to be said and I need to share it. Um so yeah so that's why I think that I I strongly believe that me sharing um this with you guys is meant to be shared. <clears throat> and also too like me becoming a teen mom was like kind of like something that happened for me for my highest good. So whatever long story short um I was 15 I was living in TJ and then I leave. I leave my house um in TJ in broad daylight in the middle of the day and I leave and I cross the border and I come to San Diego and my husband, you know, I call him <laughs> once I get to the other side of the border, I literally call him and then I'm like, "Hey." And he's like, "Hey." I was like, I'm in San Diego. Like, can you come pick me up? And he was like, what? Like, tripping out, you know? Because he didn't even know. Like, he didn't even know what was going on. And so whatever. They come pick me up. And they pick me up. And then they're like, what's going on? And then I have a conversation with him. And, like, I broke down. I cried. I just didn't want to be with my family anymore. Like, it was just something that was just, like, such a traumatizing experience that I just didn't want to be there no more and this is where I am forever 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 grateful for my husband and his family for um is helping me you know and helping me get on to my feet and like being my support and being my oh I'm gonna get emotional and for being there for me you know because it was hard it was really hard to live the life that I lived and you know everything that I've kind of just like expressed and shared with you guys is it's just like you know a brief statement of what I've gone through you know um and things were just deep things were just like super traumatizing and super like hard to deal with and and I just was like over it I was over it and um you know I thank God and I thank my my family and and my husband's family for now like we all have moved on from that you know we all moved on we all moved forward um you know I'm thankful for the people that were there for me and for the people that helped me and so I am Woo, it's hard you know And, and it was something that I didn't expect something that I didn't think that that's the way it was gonna go but I truly feel like me being close um you know to God, to the universe, to the stars, to the moon, to the sun. And truly just always having faith in my heart kind of just helped me and guided me to what was going to serve me for my highest good. And being a teen mom, you know, I feel like that is what literally was a life changing experience for me. Um, Uh, we you know whatever so I came back I came to San Diego and I moved in with him and then right before our no actually right after our 16th birthday then I was 15 you guys I was 15 then then we were living together and then um, I got a job I had gotten a job and I was able to you know work and I was working and then right be, right after our 16th birthday um, I got pregnant And so I didn't, I wasn't going to school. I was just working and um, I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant, you guys. I didn't know I was even pregnant until I was like 25 weeks far into my pregnancy. Um, I didn't really have any symptoms of pregnancy. Uh, I think I was probably a little nauseous from time to time. There was times where I did feel nauseous, but I just didn't really think anything of it. Uh, another thing is that I didn't really gain weight with my first son until I actually freaking found out that I was pregnant and we told the whole world. And then I gained like 80 pounds right after it was crazy. It was like such a weird thing, actually, because right before I found out I was pregnant, I was just like, I had a little, like a little gordita like pouch, but I was not like, oh, are you pregnant type of pouch? You know? (laughs) And so It was like something that did come very unexpectedly. I didn't even fully know I was pregnant until I was 25 weeks into my pregnancy. Um, I think the way I found no I know the way I found out was when I was we were painting my husband's room and we were painting it because it looked like all boyish right and then finally I was like oh like it's like all boyish like I'm a girl like let's paint your room and then so his mom was like okay what kind of paint and I was like oh just like white like or beige or whatever I don't need nothing fancy like just paint it right like I'm not like looking for pink or nothing like that just un color you know one color and so we were painting the room and after the after we were painting the room I started getting like these really bad cramps in my stomach and I was like damn like oh my god like it hurts like I was in so much pain and everything and for some reason I remember that night like right before going to bed I was like telling my husband I was like I'm like in so much pain I don't know what's going on like I don't know if it's the fumes like from the pain. And he was just like well that's weird like why would that like make your stomach hurt like that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't I don't know what's going on, right? He's like, Well, why don't you go to like check maybe you're pregnant? And I was like, What? Like, what are you talking about? Like pregnant? Like, no, like, no. And he was like, Yeah, just go check, you know, just go check. Who knows? Like, you should check yourself. And I was like, Okay. So the next day I go and I check myself. And when I'm at the doctor's, sure enough, um I came back positive and I was like pregnant and I was like what like no like how can this be like I'm pregnant and then the doctor was just like yeah like you're pregnant like when was your last menstrual cycle and I was just like I have no idea I have gone through so much in my life the past year that I don't even remember having a menstrual cycle and he was just like oh wow well you know you well, yeah, you're young. Like that's kind of normal for sometimes teenagers to kind of like not have normal regulated cycles. So you might not even be that far, far away. And I was like, well, let's just hope, you know, like, let's see. And so, um, he then goes and recommends me to a doctor, you know, I go to the regular doctor and then they had, ultrasound machines there and they were like oh damn whoa okay Samantha like yeah you are pregnant and it looks like you're about 25 weeks um out and I was like what 25 weeks like it was such a mind-blowing experience and they were like yeah like how did you like not know like did you have any symptoms did you feel this did you feel that this that you know like asking me a bunch of questions I'm like no like maybe I was like a little nauseous occasionally sometimes but there was never like any vomiting there was never like any of the symptoms that come with a pregnancy and they were just like okay well yeah there's sometimes women that don't have any symptoms and it seems like you're probably one of those that just didn't happen to have any symptoms and you know you're finding out now so yeah congratulations you're 25 weeks pregnant and it looks like we can tell what it is you know (laughs) I was like what so I was like really um like it was such a life-changing experience and it was such a rapid life-changing experience it was something that happened so fast when it happened that there was like really no um like, there's just no going back. There's just no going back. Like, it was just like, this is it. This is it. This is what you got. This is what you're going to deal with. And this is what you've been, you know, you're, you're going to change your life. Like you're, we're going to change our lives. So then I come home, you know, like, um, you know, and I tell my husband, I'm like, yeah, like we're 25 weeks pregnant. You know, I give him all the information and then he's like, oh my God, like, that's crazy. Like we have to, Figure things out you know We, we gotta figure things out we gotta keep moving and so being a teen mom for me was truly a blessing in disguise and it was something that happened for my highest good and I'm forever grateful for and I'm so thankful for having my son now like and it's crazy because it's like a reflection. It's like a reflection, but it's not a reflection because he's nothing like us when we were that age. Um, he's totally different. He's his own person. He has his own style. He has his own, you know, he's got his life going. And, but it's crazy to think that now, like 16 years ago, like I gave birth to him and I was 16 myself. And that, is wild that is something that is so wild that could have held me back and could have kept me in such a horrible space in my life if I let it you know if I could have I could have been like oh my god I'm 16 I'm pregnant like oh my god like I could have made so many excuses up for myself because I was a team mom I could have been you know someone that chose to not create a better life for herself. And I could have been someone that probably just settled and settled for whatever, settled for whatever. And I didn't, I didn't choose to settle. As soon as I found out that I had my son, I continued to work, you know, I continued to work every single day until up until I couldn't no more, you know. Um, I also continued to go to school, Um, I went to school, I was going to this school that has like an opportunity for teen parents, teen moms to bring their children to class with them. And, you know, you get to finish high school. I didn't get to finish high school through that program because I turned 18 and I chose to go get my GED. As soon as I got my GED, literally I went and I enrolled myself into medical school, into Pima school. Pima Medical Institute, and I chose to become a medical biller. I went to school for medical billing, and I had straight A's, literally almost straight A's, maybe like a couple of B's, um, but I passed, I passed those classes, I passed that program, and I was able to get my billing certificate, my billing, um, medical billing, you know, authorization certificate. <laughs> I can't even think right now. Uh, My billing graduate, you know, like diploma. So I became a medical biller. You know, I actually didn't even become a medical biller. I have never worked as a medical biller. Who am I going to lie to? Um, Yeah, I have never worked as a medical biller because I was never lucky enough to find an opportunity for that job um, that allowed me to, you know, be a medical biller. But I did work in the medical field since the age of 18. So as soon as I got my GED, I went to school and I did the program. I completed the program. And before I graduated from the program, I got a job. And I got a job at La Jolla Neurosurgical Associates and for also pain management. So I was working for a neurosurgeon and a pain management doctor in La Jolla. And I was literally 18 years old. Before I even got my, before I got grad, um, before I even did my walk or graduated or anything like that. <clears throat> and this was all before 19. So being a teen mom can really either make you or break you. It can really push you forward if that is something that's gonna be um, for your highest good. You know, if you're looking for some change in your life, you know, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for my life to change for the better. I was looking for myself. Um, I was just, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I guess, like, I was ready to grow up. And as much as it may sound weird to say for someone like me, you know, being 33 years old and have reflected on the whole situation and the event of me becoming a teen mom, I really feel like it was meant for me to become a better uh, version of myself. It was meant for me because I had already experienced being a mother. I had already experienced taking care of my brother since he was literally a newborn by myself at the age of six years old. You know, I had already experienced all of that. And I think that god knew what his plan was and his plan was different for me and it may sound crazy for you to think like oh my god but you were only 16 years old like what do you mean i just i don't think that you know i really feel like things happen for a reason things happen for a reason and that was my reason is it was just like okay like you're praying for a change you're praying to have a better life you're praying for Whatever it is that you're praying for, here it is. Let's see what you're going to do with it, you know? And with this episode, I just think um, what my message is that I want to pass is don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything hold you back or make you feel that you're not capable of doing or becoming because you are you are worthy enough you are enough you are enough woman and enough man to freaking make your wildest dreams come true that also brings me to to my today to my present moment I am so grateful for my life I'm so grateful for becoming a team mom and for being married to the love of my life I am very blessed to have been able able to have that experience for myself, you know, to be have been able to have that life changing event happen to me and my husband. We didn't allow anything to stop us. Yes, we have had a lot of ups and downs like normal. It's 100% normal to have ups and downs. It's something about about life that is just never going to change. Like you're going to either have really good highs or some sad you know and bad lows and we have had those problems not problems we have had those situations we have had those experiences where we have had lows and we have had highs and we just work as a team we work as a team with our child with our children because after him along came for other beautiful kids so he is the oldest of four um but we just never let anything stop us we never let anything break us you know there's been many times where we were like damn what the heck is going on like why is life beating us down you know but life isn't beating you down it's just preparing you for what's coming and the beautiful things that are going to nourish from how you handle the things that happen when you are feeling down and I am beyond blessed and beyond thankful for being the mother of a 16 year old son at such a young age you know I feel like I have done the best that I can we have done the best that we can to work together, to be together, to guide him, to break the cycles that we were living when we were younger and try to really just create a new life for ourselves and for our kids. We really are hard workers. That's one thing that I think is what has given us so much strength, you know, so much um one thing that has provided for us and, you know, like has helped us is that we're hard workers. You know, one thing for sure is that when we're working at a job or for someone or for ourselves, we really do a lot. We do push forward and really push towards our dream because we, we don't want to settle. We don't want to settle. We want to be adventurous. We want to have that life that we've always dreamed about. And, We want our children to experience that. We want our children to see that with hard work, with love and passion, you know, whatever it is that you're working hard on, things are going to flourish for you. Things are going to start to like come to you and come towards you. The things that you put out are going to attract back to you and, and just amazing things can truly happen when you put your mind to it and you really believe in your goals and you really believe in your faith and you're just really close to whatever religion or not even religion whatever love or god or universal spirit that you're like really close to you just really so like feel it love it you know and embrace it because manifesting is a real thing and when things come to you you know it may come in a surprise it may come to you in something that you didn't even expect it but then it's like okay once you open that present and once you open that gift you know like you're like okay all right what am I gonna do with it um all right so how am I gonna use this for my highest good how am I gonna change my life how am I gonna better myself with this gift you know um it's something that you just kind of have to trust the unknown. You have to follow your goals, your life, your passions, your, your faith, and the feelings that you feel within yourself so that way you can achieve and you can one day have the life of your dreams. <clears throat> so being a team mom for me um, was it. That was my turning point. That was what made me change and switch my life to to who i am now you know um it, it was what turned it all around and started to guide me um i needed that for myself i needed that for for my you know life path and i'm blessed to have been able to experience that i'm so thankful because i now see i now see why it happened and i'm very grateful for that and i'm just so thankful and i hope that um you also start to notice those life changing experiences and really take advantage of them you know um it might not be clear at the beginning what that is going to benefit you for but just ride with it you know if it's something tough just continue to tell yourself that it's happening for me there's something better there's always a lesson behind everything there's always a message if it's not a lesson it's a message And it's always either like a really beautiful message or just like a life learning like knowledge it's always something you know and it's kind of just like trust the universe trust trust in yourself you are the universe you have the key you are the power you are the keeper you are the most amazing person and you are enough and you are capable of doing absolutely anything that your heart desires to do and you are and that's it and so <laughs> with that being said um i know this is a very long episode but I just felt very called to this episode and hopefully if you stuck around this far, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, And yes, thank you so much for every single one of you that has been here, that has been listening, that is supporting, that follows me on my crystal shop and that just is an amazing person. (laughs) Thank you so much. I love you. Take care. Peace out.